Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode zero of the Pirate Garrison. We're going to do a new Star Wars Legion podcast. Looks like I've been handed hosting duties. So I'm Chris. Joining me as my regular co hosts are going to be Zach and Alan. So, Zach, you want to say hi? Hello. And Alan. Evening, folks. Also, you get hosting duty because you didn't step back fast enough. <laughs> well, you know. Always volunteer, that's what they say, right? Right? Nothing volunteer or voluntold. <laughs> I have so stories about volunteering, idea. but oh, that's a different show. So our hope is that we're going to present basically a 30-minute, 45-minute-ish show with like a, a semi-competitive focus. We're not going to try and teach you how to win worlds Adepticon, but hopefully we, you'll kind of be able to step up your game at your LGS, see how that goes. Um, I'm probably the longest serving player with the least experience of the three of us so i bought in um i think i painted my legion corset before it was released as i managed to convince um asmodee to give me one at gamma when it launched um but then i i had a hissy fit throwing the teddies out of a pram moment when uh, they released operatives and my rebels only had two troop units and i was like what was this all about um that's how I, give me like i want to be able to field a full like fleet trooper army and you're releasing optifs and they're not even in my rule book so i just quit the game and raged um and then i um i bought back in with an even bigger rebel army because like you know what optifs are fine i can it's okay and then that just sat in a box and never got painted because i'm a moron uh, so i sold that and then they released the Roger Rogers and the, uh, the clones, and I was like, "Yeah, this is so cool! I've got Obi Wan, I've got Anakin." So I bought a bunch of clones and never un unpacked those. Uh, as I was explaining to Zach before we started recording, I used a little known tip of not un opening anything so I could just return it and change it into some different toys. Um, but yeah, this this is where time... I have to jump in. In the U.S., most stores have a limit on when you can return things, but Chris works mm -hmm. at an extremely well-run store in left canada it's on the left side of the map when you look at canada just to the left of downtown canada and apparently they just let him get away with murder there so that... they let me get away with murder yeah yeah an option here yeah um but i've recently jumped back in both feet with uh, the shadow collective release it was um too many cool mandalorians for me to be able to resist much longer so I've been playing my first like 800 point real games of Legion in uh, in a while. So I'm pretty much a noob of the show. So who wants to go next? So I guess um, you know what? I'm Alan. I am gonna make you go next because I I think uh, so I, I've played, <laughs> them, right. but my my reference point is probably the most my reference point makes more sense if it goes after yours. All right. Um, so I started my gaming. <laughs> journey with x-wing 1.0 shortly after i think right about the time last jedi released i finally um jumped in and started playing with the locals and that was fun for a while then second edition was coming out and everybody was just hating first edition uh so first edition x-wing kind of died until 2.0 came out and in between those two legion was released pretty sure wasn't sure I wanted to join that, but it's like, ah, I don't know, it's pretty cool. 
with stormtroopers and Darth Vader, like in the core box, speeder bikes. Let's go. So I started uh, with launch. Uh, played pretty heavily up until the pandemic when everything shut down. Um, I did start chasing the the world stream. Um, went to actually traveled for some tournaments. I do have a world's invite. I don't think I'm actually going to go because family, but but I have it. I have the, I have I the roller coaster. That. Look at these credentials we have now. Ah, oh, yeah, credentials. Yeah. That All it's right. it's a cardboard coaster that says, "Hey, you're invited to yeah 2020 but, worlds that never happened." But now you can <laughs> tell people you're better than them because you have it. Oh well. Uh, you I mean, have to tell them for, it's implied. We all know. That's it. Yeah. Well, I've actually earned it twice, and it passed down. So I won mine in oh, Salt Lake, and then I went to Spokane because a couple other people. And the local group wanted to go. So it was top two between me and one of my locals uh, in Spokane taking their toys. And so I won and it passed down to him. Oh, traveling to events to feel the world's invites. Oh, 100%. Tale as old as time. Look, my friend Tom needed an invite. So we went and stole theirs. Your friend Tom, forever a bridesmaid, can't win a tournament needing an invite. So you had to go win it for him and pass it on. There, there's going to be some contention. He's if he ever listens to this, he's going to say, "No, I there's won." A, there's a reason no, why. There's a reason why I'm phrasing it that way because I don't know Tom. So I can't get it's into okay. trouble with this. No, you sound like a great fine. guy, Tom. What Alan's saying about you not being able to win games is evidently not true. I mean, I think my win record is against him is better than the other way around. So, oh, so you are, you are saying it's a shitter? Great, cool. No, I'm just saying I'm better than him. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope it listens now. Sorry, oh. I'm interrupting, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, with the pandemic, I've kind of slowed down. I've pretty much just been relegated to TTS and uh, occasional tournaments. Family, new family stuff tends to get in the way, but still try to get out when I can. So, Alan actually taught me Legion, more or less. So, I. Uh... Poorly, I might add. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's <laughs> going to be a topic all of its own, remember. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and have some keep... shows planned out, so no spoilers. <laughs> Gonna keep mine as a bridge as I can, because uh, I started out as a 40k player, and um, I'm sorry. When Legion came out, I was like, "Boy, I sure am the target audience for this." As someone who was deeply invested in X-wing at that point, um, but at least one dude I really didn't like uh, quit X, basically quit X-Wing to play Legion. So I was like, I'm just not going to play Legion. Legion has done me a great service already. And then I just didn't. I made fun of it. I was like, oh, you can't shoot into combat and it uses true line of sight. What garbage. And then um, I, a friend of mine um, got into Star Breach, which is a minis agnostic game. And a I bought some death troopers that I was going to use for that. And a good buddy of mine who lived up the road uh, and I hadn't, I hadn't kept up with him a ton because he got married, had a baby and bought a house. So he time traveled for a little bit, but it turned out the house was four minutes from mine uh, or my apartment. And he was like, dude, I've got two armies come play and learn. And he like uh, was Bob Ross level supportive and inspirational about painting um, so I have this wholesome basement meta with, uh, we're up to four people in it now, which is about as much as we can fit. Um, his arms were strong. Yeah. 
but I also have uh, the problem where I'm just this like deeply broken human being who can't just enjoy things, and I I have to push things to their limit and be competitive. So I'm trying to juggle those two things. Um, and I was gonna get out of X Wing because I was worried that AMG wasn't gonna change it enough from 2.0 because um I was real sick of 2.0. So I bought this whole Legion army, and um, now I'm trying to decide which of my children I love more between uh, X-Wing and Legion. So to give Legion a fighting chance, I agreed to do this podcast with Chris. <laughs> well, I mean, you can keep both your children, and obviously they're both your favorite. You just tell both of them that they're your favorite. I mean, I think my favorite is my future stepson here. Um, you know, if I really have to pick... But that that doesn't work well for the metaphor. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I um I I try I do try hard at a lot of games and I sweat. So uh, I'm here to offer that perspective and angle um, because I feel like a lot of Legion players like are probably better at Legion at a core level than me. I still have a lot to learn. Um, but I see some like how their process could improve. Uh, so I hope to share that. So that's kind of like where we all our journeys here to where we are now. Um, so what I wanted to move on for for episode zero from our um say officers mess we're calling our um preamble segment. Um yep. what I'd like to move on to for our main topic is kind of where we all are currently with Legion, like what list we're running, what we've been enjoying, what what we've just moved, you know, any tests you've run that you're not too keen on and what change you made and that kind of thing. So anyone want to go first or? Um, to go? I, I can I take know. the wheel on this since I've like kind of established a process. So once I play a list, um, I, I, I try to, unless something really doesn't sit right with it, try to play four to five games with it at least. Um, which will be about a two-month span, just at the rate I get games in. So right now I am playing um, the Op Vader Blizzard Force. I've been waffling between Op Vader and Commander Vader a little. I was playing Commander Vader Dues, and then I switched over. So it's it's the very standard. Um, it's four bikes, uh, transponders, Op Vader, Ruth, uh, two Heavy Snows, um, and two Naked... I'm sorry, two Heavy Storms, two Naked Snows. Um, and I, I did it actually because I was a little sick of playing um, intercept the transmissions and key positions and uh, VAPs on loop. I really don't like VAPs, but that's a different, that's a rant for a different time. So I was like, yep, I want to do a list that uh, bids. And also I just realized I had, so I played at Adepticon. That was my first tournament. And like still, even after Adepticon, I had never played Breakthrough, I had never played Bombing Run, I had never played Payload, and I had never played Hostage. And I'm like, cool, I'll take a list with a deep bid uh, that has all four of those in the deck. So, you know, I'll... And I still haven't played Hostage or Bombing Run because people are cowards. Uh, oh, man. How'd you even live? But I, I played a lot of Payload now, which I hadn't played any Payload at all it, before. It sounds like pe whoever you're playing against is making the correct decisions because probably I, I had one game where both of us had Vader and I was like, I really want to do hostage because I've never done it, but I've got bikes and he doesn't. So breakthrough is the right answer here on yeah. the veto. 
Um, and his only option then after I vetoed was to veto into bombing run. So he didn't have done breakthrough. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Bombing run, uh, against bikes. If you don't have repulsor vehicles or something fast is, uh, it's a, it's a bad time. If you're at the activation disadvantage, um, bombing run might be better. Uh, it depends on your list, but he had a bunch of naked storms. So I was like, yeah, just put the bombs on those and double move them up the board with Vader. Because with Breakthrough, it was like, I want to be on your side of the board anyway. Um, and also, I, I have the bike, so I can, you know, sit and I can wait till that last turn and jump if I need to be. I can't do that on Bombing Run. Um, but that's probably another story. But yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm the guy. I'm which we're just writing down for another episode idea. Missions deep dive. Yeah, so I'm I'm the guy circulating in the Legion Discord. Um, and I just use my name, Zach M. But I used to be... Catachan Ninja or Obsidian Glory Pot because I struggle with online internet identities. Uh, I'm the guy circulating the friendship with Dubacks ended speeder bikes is my best friend meme right now because uh, I miss my motorcycle and Blizzard Force is uh, it's a ton of fun. It should be more points, but it's a ton of fun. <laughs> I'm I'm concerned that they're going to bring bump the prices on speeder bikes back up and it'll make me sad. I think I think the right spot to start with is the heavy response teams because everything with Blizzard Force is really good, and then Ruth is a linchpin on the bounty hunter list too. So like that's where I would start is a bunch of points on the HRUs and then a little bit on Ruth and then maybe one to two points on bikes because bikes are showing up elsewhere. But future, I, think... I, mean, I guess we should be a probably discussion. Do... Yeah. be a discussion for another time. But I think. But the near future, because we should get it out to guess before the points come out. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, oh, man, you're going to make me give all my Patreon money away to a different charity, aren't you? So what we used to do oh, when man. I did the X-Wing podcast is we'd do points predictions, and whichever host won the predictions got to pick the charity where we donate all our Patreon money from that month to uh, a charity. Get ready to give it to shelters for uh, women who are victims of domestic abuse, because that's my favorite charity. Just win. I gotta yep. do. What's the plan? Or we just I choose the same thing, and we just bully you into choosing the same thing, oh. and then it goes to that anyway. Yeah, yeah, Chris. What's your problem with women who are victims <laughs> of domestic abuse? What Maybe. are you, the NFL? Oh, oh. shots oh. fired! Shots fired! Maybe I have um, different values. No, <laughs> I mean this is very early in our podcast relationship for me to make these jokes, so we'll just make some. Um, you know, some Saudi Arabian sports sports washing joke can move on. Great. So moving on, I've been yeah. running, as you may have guessed from the intro, uh, I've been running some Shadow Collective because, um, yeah, Darth Maul seems really cool. Uh, uh, Mandalorian seemed really cool. A Gar Saxon model seems really cool. Rock cast, you know, all of this stuff seems cool. You know, one thing I really don't like, pikes, they seem like shit models that I fucking hate. I, at least they're not competitively viable and I don't have to take them. Because then I'd, you know, die a little inside. But, um, yeah. So I've been running some Shadow Collector. Um, I've managed to resist going above two units of pikes. I currently have... I, I did cave and add in the disruptors. I had been running them with whips and um, the extra body to keep them cheap. Because then I get more mandos. But, yeah, I, I went disruptors, extra... Um, I tagged in scopes as well. Just because I have that cash dame token and I want to get value, full value out of it. Uh, and then a capo, so that's like three of my eight activations. Um, I've been running Bosk, um, 
and I just keep taking stuff off Boss to give it to other people because the only thing I found Boss needs is lying in wait on turn one and then profit. Oscar's pretty right. good naked, although Hunter's nice to have. Yeah, I, I was gonna, that's I was the say only Hunter. upgrade left on him is Hunter. Um, I, I tried tack uh, advance, is it? Um, um, but I offensive push. Was, yeah, offensive push. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably not necessary on him, and it, no. fundamentally, you're not going to be recovering with him very often. And so, yeah, having the one aim at a random time is fine. But if you're hunting characters with bounty then oh. you're gonna have target and or uh if you have hunter I'm, on you're getting your aim anyway i'm currently three games in using bosk now and i'm uh 14 crits out of 15 dice for his turn one attack so feels pretty good you know that sounds about right yeah um, but that one time where I only got four crits, and then um, I rerolled the hit because it was into cover anyway, so why why not? But, yep. Um, then Gar Saxon, I think you guys saw my list. Obviously, it doesn't help the listeners, but I kind of switched Gar from running the sniper rifle um, into being a very much more offensive gun with shield, flame projector, and offensive push, and. It was. I've only used that in one game, and it didn't really feel relevant at all. I got him into range two and shot. I didn't use his shield. I didn't use his flame projector. I didn't use offensive push. He picked up a bomb and then dropped it later, and I profited and won. It's great. Um, and then my final three units is three units of four Mandalorians with marksman and up close and personal, and uh, the Mandalorian shields, and they've they've been pretty good. I've. I really like this is my first time using the marksman. I had been running them with just the the cheaper upgraded dudes to kind of um keep those points down where I can. I found those and then shields and then I didn't really need um I didn't really need up close and personal on them because the shields kind of gave you that little bit and if you just kill everything that's at range two of them, you know, it doesn't really matter. So. I mean ten points for Two extra health seems uh, pretty cash money. Yeah, I was a big fan. Are the shields good? I just can't talk myself into them. And I, I think it's just because I, I always want it all. And I'm like, well, they don't, there's no free recover. So I don't really care about the shields. Well, you can't recover them. Yeah. They, they don't come back even if you recover. Yeah. yeah so... They they don't have a generator or anything right, like yeah. that. Um, but but they're... It's, it's two extra health and they can block crits. Yeah, so. twenty five points per model. Like I'll pay ten points to let me not roll that red dice. I, I just think with the 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 speed and the jump, like you can probably avoid taking that shot anyway. But maybe There's I'm times where you you need to you you need to give them something to shoot, and that unit that's in heavy cover with a dodge token and two shields is probably the unit I want to give them. Um. If you could give them a unit of pikes that's all dodged up, that's going to be way better for you. Uh, I agree, but like, the games I've been playing, obviously I've not got that many reps in, but because I've, I've played two games of Disarray recently, so my pikes and capo are on one side of the table on all of my mandos on the other. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. And all, all I do is I'm not scared to shoot and then withdraw with the unit they just shot, and then you drop in another unit that's got full shields, and then, you no, know, profit. Easy. Um, 
pro tip, one of those gotcha moments. Shields don't work in melee. I know. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm fully aware of that one. Cool. Because um, yeah. Do you know what does work in melee? Just having good melee dice would be Mandalorians anyway, because they're super command. But not commandos, but Alan. They are super commandos. Actually, one of my great regrets is a single skirmish game that I still think about all the time. Again, because I think I lost. I don't remember if I won or not. I feel like I lost against Droidicas, and I had Aiden with Dio, and I'm like, man, I should have just gotten in there and punched him with Aiden and Dio, and just thrown that shit at him. Yeah. I, I would say it's not very Star Wars thematic that, I, I don't know, you never see someone like swing a lightsaber on those shields, so. Yeah, you, know, you know what my, my canon is? Um, is that Jedi Jedi punch things, too. Suppose. Uh, I just remember in Clone Wars, they made this huge deal about, like, anything high velocity, those shields just block. So if you punch too fast, like, it's just going to bounce. They had to, like, gently roll not the stealing grenade. From, yeah, definitely not stealing from June, you know. You can't swing that sword really quick or those personal shields will stop it. You've got to go in slow with that knife and stab him in the heart. Be all right. Um, so the only thing really that's a big bone of contention for me is I really want to run Darth Maul and I'm really, really shit with Darth Maul. Um, I mean, admittedly, remembering that Saber throws range one to two, not range one, would help me with my positioning quite a lot. Yep. I'm not going to lie. He would probably die a lot less if I threw the saber from range two, not range one. But, you know, we can't all be strategic geniuses who remember all the words on these cards. It's, uh, range is weird in Legion, man, because, like, I, I had this when I took my stormtroopers from having, um, I was on RTC 97s and then I switched them to T21s. So going from range four to range three and, like, Every time I would position them, I'd be at like range one and a half. <laughs> and I'm like, and then then I finally got used to range three, and then it's like, oh, I've got some range two weapons, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm three quarters of an inch away, which is a small amount for you, Chris. Yeah. Uh, it's like point zero three two metres. Um, I so I would be very close to something, uh, for our non-imperial listeners, uh. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've got all of range two, three quarters like... centimeters. Yeah, Ish. there you go. So it, it's definitely um, there, there's definitely like I don't know, man. I just really have trouble shrinking my ranges in Legion. I, you know, you know, it, you can pre-measure, right? You can, you can. It right, is... just, just making sure that this isn't just me. I'm not been cheating. Right? It says in the book, no, I can you... just measure shit. Well, you... You can Dude, measure is... with one tool of each. So one movement tool. No, that's gone. One range stick. That's gone. Is it gone? Mine out. I mean, I I did it in front of a judge at Adepticon. <laughs> I, I think, I, I believe they got rid of it. Um, correct us if we're wrong, listeners. Uh, hop in the look, Dice 8 Discord. Um, look, or man, just if, tag me in, in the big legion. If you but can get away with cheating, more power to you, I guess. I, I thought AMG, I think it came with the AMG changes because it was just it might like, have. You know what? This is so goddamn tedious because I, w I was doing it. I remember doing it at one point where I'd like put down the speed two because I mean, you just kind of leave your thumb there, right? Like, right. Well, you could, so you can use one movement tool and one range tool, but you can't use two range tools or two movement tools. No. You could use one of each together. Yeah, I, I believe that's changed. Um, but I'm not I, because, yeah, it's like, 
Unless you're, you know, building a fort out of measurement tools, like instead of actually using them to measure, like pre-measuring's in there, it's fine. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I've never found the, it to be an issue with like figuring out what the ranges was. It was more that I was just a fucking idiot and forgot what my card said. It's so yeah. <laughs> right, and I mean some of it because like coming from X-wing, it's like. You, where you can't pre-measure, boy, that's gonna get me in trouble at some point. Where I'm just gonna start next winter and fucking pre-measuring shit. Like, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna put my um actually. Um, so referencing there is so I'm using uh, LegionQuickGuide.com. It's one of uh, Fifth Troopers' tools. Pre-measuring players can measure with the range ruler, movement tools, and silhouette template if playing with tournament rules at any time. The player can measure with only one movement tool and one range ruler at the same time. Pre-measuring does not commit a player to performing any actions. However, if a mini is picked up or moved, it must complete that movement. Um, but that's a, a move. So, uh, so a movement tool is I can get a movement one, put it down. Go, oh, no, I'll go with speed three. You're okay. And measure yep. with that one. And then yep. I can pick up my range four ruler and check range. I don't have to use one Correct. segment of a range ruler. Correct. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's one yeah. whatever length. You can't have two range two things like, hey, I want to make sure I'm range two from this one and this one at the same time and like triangulate. Yeah. But you can say, okay, here's my speed two, and then let me yeah. guess because you can't put the mini at the end, otherwise you're committing to it. You can put the mini at the end and then measure from a yeah. rough estimate of where that mini is. Yeah. Give you an idea of your range after a movement. Yeah. No, it's what I've been doing. I've, I haven't been cheating. I've not been cheating myself. I'm just really, really bad at reading cards. That's because yep. I don't have someone to read them for me. Been sad. Need a Ryan. Um, <laughs> uh, then the the other thing that I keep doing in list building and then quickly deleting because I'm not, I, I'm like not quite there yet. I'm so tempted to put tenacity onto uh, Saxon. It's giving four red dice to punch people with. Maybe the the thing about Gar that yeah. you could talk me into Gar with um like just tenacity because I I feel like I uh, think you've got to go shield and tenacity. I mean maybe you you want to use him to my, my plan is every time and I'm gonna I'll put him out there a little bit you know just flash a little bit of ankle just shove out a little bit of skirt there and like he's asking for it get him shot real real bad and I just. Oh man, you've hurt him. And he's just gonna jump into combat, punch a little bit, then his shield will come back. Then I'll just retreat, run away, like a Gar Saxon would. I mean, maybe the maybe the flame projector, since you're trying to get in there anyway. Yeah. I I don't like the sniper. Um, no, no, I I'm not putting it on the sniper. Uh, when I was running sniper, I was running him. I alternated between um, hunter and offensive push, and I've not quite. This, um, my problem with hunter is that I forget that I have it, and also. I'm never shooting at someone who's wounded or whatever. It's really frustrating. My list, my list tends to either leave something undamaged or is completely dead. I don't do many like, oh, I've put some wounds on here. Like, you're either been ignored or I've absolutely murdered you with three units of Mandalorians all painting on you at range two all at once. Yeah, the main main reason to take... Um... <laughs> Well, I don't like Hunter on really anyone other than Bosk. Your long range, I mean, I guess maybe IGs, your long range that are going to get a shot on something and are probably hoping to clean it up, too. Yeah, the only reason I take Hunter on Bosk is for Bounty. 
Like, but, uh, I'm shooting I characters want, want, in general. Yeah, like, you're going to give me a free victory point? You know what? I'll I'll invest six points in trying to claim that three point. Is it six points or four points? Can't remember. Uh, I think it's six for Hunter. Yeah, I think, yeah. Hunter's six, and then the other one I sometimes take is four. But yeah, that's me. That's what I've been kind of rocking at the minute. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm got, trying to get it all painted up this month, which seems I took um, two weeks off trying to force myself to paint those hikes for other people. Um, kind of put a dampener on it, but I've been enjoying painting some uh, some AMG pikes and some um, school forge pikes. It's oh, cool. Oh, sorry, some school forge some school forge syndicate thugs is what I was painting. Unrelated to Star Wars Legion in any way, shape, or form, and also not a show sponsor yet. <laughs> yet. Get out there, get the meds, Chris. <laughs> um, oh, I've been suffering trying to get my stormtroopers painted in white and i have some snow troopers to paint finish up my blizzard force i hate painting white it looks right but i just i just can't and i guess i'm using contrast paints wrong and imagine imagine painting wrong i'm such a bad painter yeah no you've come on leaps and bounds man you give (laughs) yourself far too little credit true they're looking pretty fine from from this side of the country anyway i i honestly i feel pretty good about everything except my my like stormtroopers no troopers whatever yeah those are the first things i did my cad bane and i'm i'm pretty i'm I'm like i feel cad bane was kind of a easier than he looked model to do i was a little underwhelmed because i was like oh yeah you're just just a lot of coat yeah that's uh, a lot of coat but uh yeah, it's it's just when I do like um I've got my Mando or Ian that I, I built here and I'm like, you know, I, I believe in me, I can do that okay. And I'm starting to do like a forty K white cart white scar theme on my bikes and like the reds look great and like all the little details and um you know, really just uh j- it's just the color white that I'm struggling with. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of ways to do it. Again, I think we've spoke about this in the past and we'll we'll go over it again. But literally, I still don't think there's anything wrong with spraying them black, get a giant dry brush, dry brush them uh, Celestia Grey, I think it is, a GW base paint. And then dry Grey has been really good to me. uh, Celestia Grey is more white, so you get to do it in less layers. You literally go black to Celestia you and ask you that tuesday or wednesday depending if i go to x-wing or legion next yeah. week. I'm i'll have to check i'm sure I, it might be on the sentry boxes facebook page where i do i think i do i've got a, a, a 10 minute real time me painting a stormtrooper and it's like fully painted in 10 minutes and i'm pretty sure that's black undercoat dry brushed up um but i'll see if i can dig it out for you uh, i would i would say starting so uh, Legion is my first minis game period where you have to assemble your models, paint them. I know nothing about painting. So, of course, I'm like, yeah, Empire, let's do some Stormtroopers and Vader. <laughs> Vader was fairly easy to paint. I mean, looking back on it now, it's like, man, I could probably do some more stuff. But it's like, yeah, spray paint in black, color the details, paint his lightsaber, done. Vader, easy. Stormtroopers, I. Uh, 
I tried a lot of different ways to do stormtroopers. I tried starting with the black, a lot of like speed paint. Hey, do this. Problem is, I didn't know what I was doing. I could probably do it that way now, knowing what I know now versus then about dry brushing and everything else, bringing that up and speed painting them that way. Um, but no, I went spray paint them white and then get in with a teeny tiny brush uh, and get uh, all, all like, of the body glove. That that is a very valid way to paint and also make yourself want to like gauge your own eyes out. Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Nope. I I'm yeah. never going back to those stormtroopers again. But so, just for stormtroopers, it's just a general Chris's painting tip of the week. If you're going to paint stormtroopers, the one thing to remember, however you get there from black taking them up or white taking them down, remember to do a clean black stripe just above the lenses of the helmet. Then they look yes. like stormtroopers, and remember, going to be three to five feet away from you on the table. So put them three to five feet away. Go make yourself a cup of tea, or if you're that way inclined, a coffee. You know, some filthy American, like non, like through all of your tea in the harbor kind of person. You can have a coffee; it's okay. But go beer take, as long as it's not a Budweiser. But you can't drink too many beers because you need to come back and actually look at it. Um, but you know that, that that's you want to see one model, not three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it would make you feel um, like you've made more progress, so I, maybe I mean, I'm wrong. Seriously, um, so my my painting sensei, uh, we call him Mighty Zach because he's also a Zach and he's large. Uh, he's is he a Zach or a Zach? Uh, he's, he is correctly a Zach. I'm like uh, Zach Reynolds who acquires armies, and that's his entire Legion experience. Uh, neither playing, building, nor painting. Love you, Reynolds. Um, three, three of our four basement people are Zachs. Um, no, so yeah, he showed me the three foot rule and like for real, because uh, I did some shore troopers and I was pretty harsh on myself. He's like, well, hold on. And he walks over to his table because he has built terrain in his basement and he like puts the shore troopers in the mortar in cover by a bunker. And he's like, now how do those look? I'm like, all right. Yeah, they look pretty good. He's like, yep. Always you look at your models in context. Yeah. Yeah. I struggle well, with that. It's just like, no, it has to look perfect right here. Six inches from my face. Are not yep. a train builder. Like the best purchase would be one of the train things. Actually, that downed X-Wing that got spoiled by Asmodee France would probably um, be I, like an amazing well, release buy. date for that. I have the release date for that for yeah. you if you want it. Um, paint that paint that green and gray and just um when you're done painting your like core units, put them by it and uh, see how you feel about them, and you will feel much better. Or just buy, like, some model train shit. That's yeah. train, T-R-A-I-N, like choo-choos. Yeah, okay. All is too thick. So I'm going to move us on from painting so we can close out with Alan, what you've been doing. What yeah. are you running? So I haven't gotten a whole lot of games over the last couple of months, but the games that I have been playing, um, I started out with um, going back to bikes, uh, with the bikes coming down to 70 points for the last uh, return, some of the other changes, um, I wanted to dig Weiss back out, and I wanted to dig out the bikes. Um, so I was playing Bikes ATSD, which is funny because it works really well in Blizzard Force even better, but the original list was Dressed to the Nine ATSD, so Weiss, all of the guns, Link Targeting Array, three bikes, three snipers, two RTC stormtroopers, uh, Ruth with Binox, and then short, uh, snow troopers with Delmico. 
for a cool 11 activations with an ATSD, triple bikes, and snipers. Um, so I played that for a couple of times. I played that against Zach in a couple of our teaching games. It's like, yeah, this seems like a cool list, and then pasted yep. him into the ground because I'm a terrible teacher and a terrible person. Well, but, I was... <laughs> so that one I remember... So there, there was a secondary thing going on in that game that I can reveal to you now because I didn't know it at the time. Boy, man, I really don't like playing TTS. Um, That's fair. I I just... It, it doesn't matter the game. I was... um playing with someone else and i realized i had all the like anxiousness of a kid who did not want to be there when i was mm. playing tts and i this was leading up to De Depticon. i was like oh my god do i not like legion uh, like is legion not the game for me and then i went and played two table games and got my ass kicked in those but had way more fun and i was like okay this is this is a tts problem and Sure. The people who design maps for TTS are great. Um, like, there's a lot of really good effort going into TTS. Totally shot them out. It's just, uh, it's a Zach sitting in front of a computer screen. For three uh, plus hours. Yeah, and I, I'm a twitchy crack addict who's, you know, here to play Age of Empires and shit. And, um, and, no, I feel and I just, that, man. I feel it, that. I've never been a fan of playing I, like X-Wing, I can kind of TTS now, and it doesn't bother me too much. But yeah, the to see the thought of playing a game like Legion on TTS, I'm like, it's... man, I didn't buy all these models and paint them for nothing. Yeah. Legion, Legion in TTS and Legion on the table are two very different animals, um, which is why some some other podcasts they reference a lot of like tts lists and things like that there's there's a couple of reasons why that's it doesn't translate to the table super well one it just functions different in tts than it does on the table and the other thing is you can play with things that aren't released yet that kind of skews the meta yeah. if you want to talk about the meta but it also skews what people can afford you could yeah. build lists that would be ungodly expensive in real life if you could afford even get all of the stuff that I mean, you punch in the list, you hit spawn, and it you know there it is in TTS. It, it's oh, a, it's a very different animal. Yeah, and it, it's just sitting at a computer. You know, part of the fun of minis games is being able to get out and move around and interact, and you know, see see the whole room like that game store feeling when there's you know two or three games going, and you're popping your head over there, and it's just I the this the relative i don't want to call it like silence but like the, there's so much less atmosphere happening on a, a tts as well that like 100 percent is just hard for me man yep so yeah like in that, in that particular game i definitely had the vibe of okay i think i just want to i just want to get out of here now <laughs> yep that's very valid um and i was just doing a terrible job teaching looking back on it it's just like here, let me just, like, here's your face, here's the dirt, kiss. Um, don't do that when you're teaching someone how to play a game, especially yeah, if you want my, them to keep playing the game. My big recommendation would be make both lists so that you know what's going on in the other list and you can you can help them more. Yep, and I made the same mistake teaching um, another friend of mine, Mitch. I tried letting him do his own thing, and then I was just trying different stuff. It's like, hey, people say this is good. Well, when a list is good... 
and you have someone who knows what they're doing versus someone who doesn't, it's very one-sided and not fun. He might have also had issues with TTS, so there's any number of things going wrong there, but we can do that another time. Um, I want to give a real quick rant against proxying things on TTS or in general, because so I've been around the AMG FFG games long enough. Um, so for those of you who played X-Wing in the early days, uh, there was Wave 8. And Wave 8 had the Ghost and uh, had a TIE Defender upgrade pack. And they were all spoiled way before uh, a ship called the Jumpmaster. Um, so we were all, you know, on um, Vassal at the time, back in my day, testing all this stuff. And the Jumpmaster completely changed how we played X-Wing and just threw all that in the trash. So, like, I see a lot of people testing Boba Feet um like especially rebel boba feet with where because we have his command cards and no upgrades yet and it's like i mean he could have a respect gun where it's like you know five dice high velocity pierce or something that totally changes how you play him or like you know moff gideon could come in the same wave and he could have his command his one pip could be uh, Knight of a Thousand Tears uh remove all models with surging red saves from the table they're dead um we you just don't know what it's all going to change between now and then so like i get it but boy my soapboxes i don't think that's an endeavor you should invest yourself in for the time being um and i've just been sitting on that soapbox for a while now and that's, chris was enough to record me <laughs> that's fair <laughs> i i would push back and say that at least this is going to be a little bit different in that we have our pre-release info. This is supposed to be the production version, at yeah. least as far as what we know, as opposed to any of the It's just a meta is made up of a lot of different pieces and components. Oh, 100%. Um, so when, you're, when you don't have the whole picture, and I, I just, I, I obsess over the best use of my time um, because, you know, it, it is limited. Um, so I, you know, I, I sit here and like I, I have the fear of like, oh no, I wasted my time on a game that will never exist. Um, that that's like a nightmare for me. But I think um, for a lot of people, it's like, oh yeah, I tried Boba in this unique situation, and I guess that's not how it wound up being. Um, but yeah, that's that is not the feels that I get where I'm like, oh yeah, I tested Boba in a situation that never wound up being, and now I wish I had that three hours back. Sure. Yeah, obviously it's just playing the wrong thing with the wrong people because the goal should be to enjoy that three hours regardless of what you're running. That, yeah, that's no, my I mean, that's, that's my mental imbalance. We've we've covered this. Um you know, I it's certainly still a valid opinion. Oh yeah. As far like, as any of that opinions can be valid. I <laughs> you know, not gonna touch that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so I'll let you finish your point, Alan, and I'll start wrapping up. I'm going to move back on. And then, uh, so I was playing this kind of pseudo prototype for Blizzard Force, and then Blizzard Force came out. We got all the rules for it. And it's like, ooh, if three bikes are good, four bikes should be better, right? So um, switched to a Blizzard Force list, um, which a lot of people like Vader. Uh, I have historically always been bad with Jedi. Um, Jedi are the aces that X-Wing people think aces are. I would say in Legion, 
Jedi are high risk, high reward pieces, and you have to play them well to get the value out of them. Probably speaking to your mall experience, like if you throw him out in the middle, he's not going to just dodge everything. He's not suited to your fell. No, um, and that's definitely, <laughs> you mentioned that to me in the past, and it was definitely like, I feel like I can play mall now. Yeah. But I don't want my games to all be about mall at the minute. I'm still trying to learn like the right. mission. I, I've moved on past where I'm trying to learn the game. I feel really comfortable with what I'm running and knowing my rules now. Right. I'm now trying to learn the missions and how they interact and the condition cards and kind of yep. how all of that's going to function within my list. So I've built my own deck now rather than just defaulting to picking my opponents if I got a choice. Yep. Yep. And you know what your deck does, what your <laughs> army does with that deck yep. better. Um. Anyway, so historically I'm bad with... Uh, melee units with force users in general i mean i played them but i'm not very good with them i tend to default to gunline list so and heavies i like heavies man having an atsd is fun even if it's not good it's fun it's an awesome model people come by it's like oh it's an atsd that's awesome yeah if you're uh, trying to get a legion community going you should really just put an atsd like out oh, on yeah. your table there's one there's a tournament that nobody was i i didn't run my atsd and I just kind of put it out on the field as terrain. It's like, yep, this ATSD, here it is. Light cover, deal with it. Yeah. Um, but so my Blizzard Force list, my take on it is uh, naked Imperial officer, four naked bikes, uh, the kind of rubber stamp, uh, heavy response stormtroopers of DLT and RT-97, um, then a flame trooper builds, Snow Trooper, so Flame Trooper, Recon Intel, and Frag Grenades. And then a Repair Snow Trooper with a Binocular and uh, R4. So that's the Astromech that can heal the ATSD or a bike if I need to. And then a ATSD with the Surge Pilot, Twin Light, Mortar, and Link Targeting Array. With a 10-point bid, because, I mean, I guess I can bid. They, they let me do it, so I'm going to keep doing it until they don't let me anymore. Um, so it's much more ATSD focused rather than Vader focused, but um, it's a little cheaper than Vader. Comes out as like 185, whereas like Op Vader is going to be um, a little more expensive, probably 195 to the 205 range. But you can bring a Snow Trooper down. But I wanted to have a Flame Trooper in there with the quad bikes, um, and then the Repair Snow Trooper is there to just fluff the ATSD, so just give it a name and keep it healthy. It's its only job. It's going to sit back with the ATSD along with Ruth. They're both going to just feed aims. So ideally, you just feed aims to the ATSD and then nuke something every turn. Yep. And that's what I played. And yep. uh, the last game I played was a Grand Army, of all things. Because oh. showed up for a tournament and there was four people. I was like, hey, you want to do TV2? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, it gets the uh, the event over quicker. I'm all for it. Yeah, everybody had fun. Basically, you know, we... So at our store, we... Ultimately, we don't actually spend any money to the store to play the tournament. We pay our, in our case, 10 bucks. It goes in, and then whoever wins gets store credit. We're just like, okay, everybody just keeps their store credit. Let's just have a 2v2 and have fun. Yeah. So we did. Cool. Oh, that's good. Um... Have you got anything you're looking 
other than like switching to that blizzard boss, any other factions, or am I surrounded by Imperials? Uh, you're surrounded pretty, by fear and dead men. Pretty much just Imperials. Um, man, Imperials look so much fun, especially with you've got IGs just released, you've got Din that just released. And yeah, I bought them for my Imperial. mercenary faction. You know, because they've got that mercenary symbol on the front of the box. I thought I'd pick those up. Uh, yep, yep. Definitely do not play in Shadow Collective. Sorry. I mean, to be fair to AMG, we don't have a Shadow Collective symbol on the front, so get fuck me. Yeah, yep. that's true. But I'm looking at playing those. But again, I I'm not as much a fan of Hero Hammer. I like gun lines that are just really efficient and shooting you from range four. That's, so um, I might I have a, a CIS army painted up, um, or rather I have droids painted up. I have all my B1s. I'm in the 54 club, and uh, that's it. <laughs> Everything else is still unpainted. So I have most of the Rebel Army. I built the uh, the double T47 triple Wookiee list uh, from the before the Pike times that I just have built out sitting. And actually painted. I, I needed a montage, and I've never played the whole 800 list. And I've been slowly expanding my rebel stuff. In fact, um, in addition to my bounty hunters, I have uh, I just got my operative Luke here. Nope, that's not it. Yeah, operative Luke. Um, with the uh, order of stuff that just came in, I can't figure out what I want to do with rebels. Every now and again, I'll start with a list where it's like, all right, there's Cassian, there's two T forty sevens, then just sort of fill out the middle. But man. I don't I don't want to make gum lines anymore. Like I just want to play bikes and go fast. So like sometimes I'll see a separatist army and it's like for sale and it's like, oh, but it's got three steps. And I'm really tempted, but I'm like, no, I, I shouldn't. Yeah, I'm uh, pretty sure pretty I just, sure I have my staps assembled, and that's about as far as I've yeah. gotten with those. I, I spent my discretionary income on a second shadow collective box and that's what I'm holding on to because there was a minute where uh, all those uh, battle force boxes on mini market were a hundred bucks each because um, yep. they had an extra 15% off for their moving sale. And I was like, Nope, going to be responsible, have a house and all that dumb bullshit. And I want a motorcycle again. So I'm trying to, trying to hold off. Yeah. So I, I don't know if someone else figures out like a cool looking T 47 list, I'm going to, so this is like Zach's uh, try hard tip is, we're partway through Invader League, so a lot of people have gotten their five games in. And granted, some people use Invader League to experiment or screw around, but like go through the pods and see what did well. Um, so I'm gonna like look at the T47 is might be my favorite non Y wing ship in Star Wars. Um, so I'm gonna go through and and see what's um like what's done well there and go from there. Otherwise, because like my one back thing is so since I know I have this like really nice environment of um you know the four of us in a basement and i'm far and away the sweatiest try hardiest person i have to have like backup lists for in case it's like oh hey uh zach's playing twice as much as us with like a a sweaty metal list and it's starting to show um so i have uh, the chill out list yeah i have callus vader boba is one of my um backup lists for uh if stuff gets too crazy, and then the Vader dues list I was playing, uh, just jamming IG-11 in there. Uh, and then, maybe, sorry, it is uh, 11 my time. Um, okay. Some 
maybe some double bounty shenanigans, but uh, I haven't really like circled a pivot list yet unless I just steal someone's um, triple stat list overnight or one shows up at my house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, going to your points update thing, I have a fully painted, a lot of clones that are just painted, ready to go. I was running clones for a while. Man, I like me my clones. But I stared so they hard. Are, they're in a bad place right now. So I'm I hoping mean, that they uh, get some love in the in the next points update. A Kenobi Padme gum line just won the Nordic qualifier. I saw that. And I the was only just Republic like, was there. The I, uh, balls on that man. I have put the um, Republic Battle Force in my cart more than once. I've put the Separatist Force in my cart more than once. The other one that happened that the was kind of funny. This one's not out in Canada yet. Big sad. <laughs> I've got it on right, pre-order. Maybe, yeah, maybe we... that's what I got to do. Is just buy that to to dunk on you. The one thing yeah. that um, I almost on the last Prime Day when they had the corsets half off, I was talking to Mighty Zach, and he was like, "Oh, I could go for a corset for uh for that price." I'm like, "Cool. What half do you want?" And he's like, "Well, if I take." I have some Republic stuff already, so if I want the Separatist, if I take the Separatist, I um, I still want the Barks out of the Republic side. I'm like, well, the fucking bikes are the coolest thing for me. That's the draw. Uh, so we talked and we talked and we talked, and I was like, all right, you know what? Yeah, you want both halves of that anyway. I can't justify another one. So I, I do, uh, sitting at his house, I have an Obi-Wan Kenobi that belongs to me, and uh, the extra dice from there. I... Uh, so I bought this, you know, shortly after it came out. I still have not assembled my two barks yet, out of the yeah, artists that I bought, and they're supposed to be really good. I mean, as good as anything they have right now. So, Ugh. oh well, I think uh, we can wrap it up there. It's been fun. We probably managed to stay within the forty-five minutes, maybe uh, after editing. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that's basically a deploy of a garrison. You can chat to us all in the uh, Dice Hate Discord, which should be linked in the the show notes down below, you know. Um, but we're relatively active. I mean, I'm active because I don't turn my notifications off on my Discord server, because why would I? Um, but yeah, come and tell us how bad we are at Legion. And yeah, if you like it, let us know. We've got a few ideas for more episodes, so we should at least get a few out before we all decide we hate each other and are done. That's about right. Yeah. Any closing statements? Arguments? You know? Um, I have some thoughts on what I think AMG might be doing with uh, some direction they have in mind with Legion based off of uh, my X-Wing sample, but that might be another episode onto itself. Yeah, probably do that on another time. Keep people, you know, wet their appetites. Keep them coming back for like Zach's theories on AMG and the Illuminati. I I would just say I'm I'm happy to be hanging out with you guys. Uh, oh, you two, yeah, yeah, bit like biggest care. Like you two are uh, some of my favorite internet people. Like Zach, you're awesome. Fuck you, I'm a real Tell person. This. I mean, Chris, you're here, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's just uh it's fun. It's, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um also I you know, couldn't let the initial episode 
go by without saying, Are we blind? Deploy the garrison. Anyway, I got it out of my system. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone. See you all next time.